Buenos dias from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from the 2nd of March, 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. There's more than five months left until the primary presidential elections, but it looks like all candidates decided to announce they are running for president this week. The Buenos Aires city mayor, Horacio Rodriguez Larreta, launched his presidential candidacy on Thursday the 23rd with a video focusing on ending the political rift locally known as the Grieta. Meanwhile, Daniel Scioli became the first leading population politician from the ruling coalition Frente de Todos to confirm he will be running in the presidential primary. This would be Scioli's second run for president after losing the 2015 presidential election to Mauricio Macri. That said, the lineup for the ruling coalition's presidential primary is still far from defined. The social leader, Juan Grabois, said he will also seek to run, and so has President Fernandez. The current president intends to run for re-election, but said that he will stand aside if voters choose another candidate in the primary. Many believe that he's become too controversial a figure, both in the eyes of the people of Argentina and within his own party, to stand a chance of winning, but we'll have to see. The VP, on the other hand, said she will not stand for office this time. Also related to the elections, a group of five senators announced that they will be withdrawing from the bloc of the ruling coalition to form their own bench in the run-up to the elections. The ruling party was already in a difficult position as it lost the majority in Congress in 2021. Now it has been left with just 31 seats out of the total of 72. The parliamentarians, who decided to create their own bloc, are Peronists confronted with Kirchnerism and disenchanted with the administration of President Fernandez leaning on certain provincial governors. Since we're on the topic of politics, The government of Argentina is offering citizenship to Nicaraguans exiled by the government of President Daniel Ortega. Alongside Spain and Chile, Argentina expressed its support of the people of Nicaragua who are being stripped of their nationality on treason charges and its commitment to granting Argentine citizenship to those affected. According to Foreign Minister Santiago Cafiero, They only need to initiate a very simple procedure at the Argentine embassy. When the UN General Assembly called for an investigation into alleged violations committed in Russia's Ukraine war, Nicaragua was one of only three Latin American countries that abstained from backing the resolution. Argentina did back it, but has changed its rhetoric on the issue lots of times this past year. Since the start of the conflict a year ago, President Fernandez's government has fluctuated between various stances regarding the conflict and its protagonists, Putin and Zelensky, from calling to all sides not to use military force to avoiding the use of the word invasion in the beginning. Argentina was reluctant to publicly condemn Russia or call for heavy sanctions against the country. Now, a year into the conflict, Argentina has voted in favor of a UN resolution to condemn the Russian bid to annex Ukrainian territories and called on both sides of the conflict to head to the negotiating table and call an immediate ceasefire. On Friday the 24th, 
Santiago Cafiero met with Yuri Klimenko, Ukraine's new ambassador to Argentina. Speaking of international relations, France's President Macron said this week that the long-delayed trade deal between the EU and the Mercosur bloc is not possible unless the Latin American nations follow European environmental policies. Concerns over Brazil's environmental record are preventing the deal from being ratified, and everyone's waiting for President Luis Inácio Lula da Silva to impose these obligations and meet the requirements of the Paris Agreement. Since we mentioned Paris, Argentina had a great night on Monday the 27th at FIFA's The Best award ceremony that took place in the French capital. Lionel Messi, Lionel Scaloni, and Emiliano Dibu Martinez all won the awards for Best Player, Best Coach, and Best Goalkeeper, respectively. Argentina's fans were also rewarded for their support with the Best Fans in the World Award. A few hours earlier, Lionel Scaloni, Argentina's World Cup-winning coach, had signed a new contract extending the link until 2026. From gold medals to copper deposits, Stellantis NV, a multinational automotive manufacturing corporation, has bought into Argentina's copper in the race for battery metals. The company is investing in McEwen Copper, a subsidiary of McEwen Mining and the owner of Los Azules Project in Argentina, as well as others around the world. Electric vehicles use twice as much copper as gasoline-powered cars, which explains the increased interest in this metal. Many car companies are looking to lock in future supplies of this material as they move away from fossil fuels. Speaking of fossil fuels, Argentina is closer to cutting its dependence on fuel imports. The pipeline that will carry natural gas from the Vaca Muerta shale patch to the cities in the east is advancing nicely, and the state-owned Energia Argentina SA plans to have it ready by the 20th of June, a national independence holiday. That date also marks the start of Argentina's winter when gas demand jumps. It's funny that we mention that after the country was hit by a huge power outage that affected several provinces. On Wednesday the 1st, temperatures soared above 35 degrees Celsius, close to 100 degrees Fahrenheit, and the Antucha Uno nuclear power plant went offline, leaving many homes without electricity in the midst of a heat wave. These power outages were reported in the provinces of Buenos Aires, Jujuy, Salta, San Luis, Tucumán, La Pampa, La Rioja, and Santiago del Estero. Going back to the topic of national projects, the country's flag carrier, Aerolíneas Argentinas, took delivery of its first cargo-only aircraft in 16 years to start a new freight venture. The cargo capacity amounts to 24,000 kilos of goods and has ample potential for growth and revenue generation. This move stems from an agreement with Mirgor, a producer of electronic and automotive parts and also an exporter of agricultural products. Since we mentioned automotive parts, the British maker of auto parts, TI Automotive, is closing its plant in Victoria in the Buenos Aires province. According to the company, this decision stems from the economic situation in Argentina 
and how the sector is particularly affected by foreign exchange restrictions, which render inputs unattainable. Moving on, one of the biggest cultural events in the region is here. The Buenos Aires International Festival will run from Friday the 24th to Sunday the 5th of March and exhibit the best of theater, music, dance, and visual arts. More than 1,500 local and foreign artists will perform in more than 300 events across the city. If you want to find out more about FIBA 2023 and view the full list of performances, follow the link in the show notes. On that note about performances, the New York Times published a feature on Argentina's most celebrated film star, Ricardo Darín. The article reviews the most relevant milestones in the actor's career, why he starred in pretty much every Argentine Oscars contender, and what this figure represents for the local audience. You'll find this link also in the show notes. Speaking of features, the Buenos Aires Times news outlet published a feature on Dr. Erica Edwards, a U.S. professor of Latin American history who wrote the book Hiding in Plain Sight, Black Women, the Law, and the Making of a White Argentine Republic. As the title indicates, the book explores Argentina's history of erasure by delving into the lives of black women and explaining how they contributed to the making of a white Argentina. If it sounds familiar, that's because Edwards authored the much-talked-about Washington Post article on how black erasure explains Argentina's World Cup team. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at argentina at rorschach.com. Nos vemos la próxima semana.